G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barner and Running With Fire. We're talking this week about finding freedom. And the first point we made was that it's a work of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 61, you know, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to heal the brokenhearted, set the captives free, to give beauty for ashes. Then we started talking yesterday about the thought of to find freedom, leave that out. When God speaks about certain people in the scriptures, it's amazing how much he actually leaves out. And uh, when Paul describes Abraham, he doesn't mention the things that we would mention, like the fact that he slept with his wife's servant, that he lied about his sister. Paul doesn't mention any of that. He just says he was a father of the faith and that he believed God. And so it's almost like Paul was saying, look, that's all that matters. He believed God. He's a father of faith. Leave the rest out. Now, this is a very tough teaching for Pharisees. Pharisees love to judge and condemn everybody. They have this holier-than-thou attitude. Watch, watch Hebrews 11. It amazes me. These heroes of faith. You're probably like me. I read some of the names and I wonder, hey, hold on a minute. They can't be in the heroes of faith. God, I know they did great exploits, but they were rascals as well. So we got here Noah. Noah gets drunk and naked. Jesus says, God says, hero of faith. I think, really? Uh, Jacob, he's a liar. He's a deceiver. Rahab is a a harlot. We know about Samson and all his woman problems. Jephthah made this terrible vow about his daughter, not to mention David, the adulterer, the murderer, the liar. And God says, my heroes. How can God say that? Well, note, watch this. With each person in the New Testament, God says, leave that out. The Old Testament actually mentions their failings. New Testament doesn't. I want to suggest that. What's the difference between the Old and the New Testament? It's a shed blood of Jesus upon the cross for the forgiveness of sins. So people are justified just as if they had never sinned. This is amazing grace. So in the New Testament, sins are under the blood of Jesus. So we can leave that out. So you just step into freedom when you've repented and asked God's forgiveness, and that's key, you've got to do that. You need to, need to leave some things out of how you assess yourself. Boy, is this a challenge or what? Somehow we keep focusing on the things that are under the blood. I honestly reckon you could go to God, talk to him about it, and he's going to say, what are you talking about? It's gone. It's under the blood. I think we need a greater revelation of the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, there's not one person on the planet apart from when Jesus walked the earth, that does not have things they need to leave out. You say, hold on a minute. I don't have anything I need to leave out. Really? Romans 3 verse 23. All have sinned. Or A-double-L. You can look that up in the Hebrew, the Greek, the Latin, the French, even the Hindi. And you're going to find all means you're included. (laughs) All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Sometimes I think of past mistakes I've made. Sins, I know you find it hard to believe, <laughs> but hey, 
I'm telling you, I've made mistakes more than I'd like to think. And that's before salvation and after salvation. I didn't suddenly become perfect once I got saved. I know some of you might think you did, but hey, I didn't. I still have big struggles after I got saved. And God says to me, when I remember those things, he says, leave that out. When I do, I know freedom. When I don't, which often happens or happens too often, I lose my freedom, my peace, my joy, and I go downhill fast. I have to tell myself, Tark, remember, that's under the blood of Jesus. Leave that out. Are you hearing me? <laughs> I hope so. I'm going to say it again. Leave that out. See, God's word is to you, I think, exactly that. To leave it out and you can walk into greater freedom. So here's a question. Why do we put stuff back on people that God is leaving out? You know, sometimes God will forgive us, but people won't. It's, it's, it's awful, isn't it? It's not how it should be. So, Because God doesn't judge them like we do sometimes. You know, sometimes we're going to hit a wall of pain and distress. What most matters most is how you respond. For some, it drives them away from God. For others, it's a making of them. So when distress drives you to God, you know, you become someone God can really use, like Joseph, David, Paul. They drew closer to God. So 2 Corinthians nine, 7, 9 to 10 in the message says this. Listen, as I wrap this up, you let the distress bring you to God, not drive you from him. The result was all gain, no loss. Distress that drives us to God does that. It turns us around. We never regret that kind of pain. But those who let distress drive them away from God are full of regrets. When we respond right, the result is all gain and not loss. I love that. When you face distress, turn to God and you will make tremendous gains and not loss. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.